0: Today is August 11th. Let's read lesson number 223. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 1 through chapter 3 verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verses 1 through 24. Psalms chapter 31 verses 19 through 24. And Proverbs chapter 21 verse 4. Nehemiah chapter 1. The words of Nehemiah the son of Hekeliah. It came to pass in the month of Chislev, in the twentieth year, as I was in Shushan, the citadel, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah. And I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, The survivors who were left from the captivity in the province are in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down, and its gates are burned with fire. So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days; I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven, and I said, "I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments. Please let your ear be attentive and your eyes open, that you may hear the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you now, day and night, for the children of Israel, your servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Both my father's house and I have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you, and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, nor the ordinances which you commanded your servant Moses. Remember, I pray, the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though some of you were cast out to the farthest part of the heavens, yet I will gather them from there and bring them to the place which I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. Now these are your servants and your people whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, I pray, Please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant, and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name. And let your servant prosper this day, I pray, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the king's cupbearer. Nehemiah chapter 2 And it came to pass in the month of Nisan, in the twentieth year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was before him, that I took the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had never been sad in his presence before." Therefore the king said to me, Why is your face sad, since you are not sick? This is nothing but sorrow of heart. So I became dreadfully afraid, and said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city, the place of my father's tombs, lies waste, and its gates are burned with fire? Then the king said to me, What do you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven, And I said to the king, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah, to the city of my father's tombs, that I may rebuild it. Then the king said to me, The queen also sitting beside him, How long will your journey be, and when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set him a time, Furthermore, I said to the king, If it pleases the king, let letters be given to me for the governors of the region beyond the river, that they must permit me to pass through till I come to Judah, and a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the citadel which pertains to the temple, for the city wall, and for the house that I will occupy. And the king granted them to me, according to the good hand of my God upon me. Then I went to the governors in the region beyond the river, and gave them the king's letters. Now the king had sent captains of the army and horsemen with me. When Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite official heard of it, they were deeply disturbed that a man had come to seek the well-being of the children of Israel. So I came to Jerusalem and was there three days. Then I arose in the night. I and a few men with me. I told no one what my God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem, nor was there any animal with me except the one on which I rode. And I went out by night through the valley gate to the serpent well and the refuse gate, and viewed the walls of Jerusalem which were broken down, and its gates which were burned with fire. Then I went on to the fountain gate and to the king's pool, but there was no room for the animal under me to pass. So I went up in the night by the valley and viewed the wall." Then I turned back and entered by the valley gate, and so returned, and the officials did not know where I had gone or what I had done. I had not yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, the officials, or the others who did the work. Then I said to them, You see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lies waste, and its gates are burned with fire. Come and let us build the wall of Jerusalem, that we may no longer be a reproach. And I told them of the hand of my God, which had been good upon me, and also of the king's words that he had spoken to me. So they said, Let us rise up and build. When they set their hands to this good work. But when Sanballat the Horonite, Tobiah the Ammonite official, and Geshem the Arab heard of it, they laughed at us and despised us, and said, What is this thing that you are doing? Will you rebel against the king?' So I answered them and said to them, The God of heaven himself will prosper us, therefore we his servants will arise and build, but you have no heritage or rite or memorial in Jerusalem. Nehemiah chapter 3. Then Eliashib the high priest rose up with his brethren, the priests, and built the sheep gate. They consecrated it and hung its doors. They built as far as the tower of the hundred and consecrated it, then as far as the tower of Hananel, next to Eliashib, the men of Jericho built, and next to them Zachur, the son of Emri built. Also the sons of Hasena built the fish gate. They laid its beams and hung its doors with its bolts and bars. And next to them Miramoth, the son of Uriah, the son of Kaz, made repairs. Next to them Meshullam the son of Berechiah, the son of Meshezabel, made repairs. Next to them Zadok, the son of Bana, made repairs. Next to them the Tekoites made repairs. But their nobles did not put their shoulders to the work of their lord. Moreover, Jehoiada, the son of Paseah, and Meshulam the son of Besodeah, repaired the gold gate. They laid its beams and hung its doors with its bolts and bars. And next to them, Melatiah the Gibeonite; Jedon the Maranathite; the men of Gibeon and Mizpah repaired the residence of the governor, of the region beyond the river. Next to him, Uzziel, the son of Horhiah, one of the goldsmiths, made repairs. Also next to him, Hananiah, one of the perfumers, made repairs; and they fortified Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. And next to them, Raphaiah, the son of Hur, leader of half the district of Jerusalem, made repairs. Next to them, Jediah, the son of Harumath, made repairs in front of his house. And next to him, Hattush, the son of Hashabniah, made repairs. Malkhizer, the son of Harim, and Hashub, the son of Path Moab repaired another section, as well as the tower of the ovens. And next to him was Shalom, the son of Halohesh, leader of half the district of Jerusalem. He and his daughters made repairs. Hanun and the inhabitants of Zanoah repaired the valley gate. They built it, hung its doors with its bolts and bars, and repaired a thousand cubits of the wall as far as the refuse gate. Melchizedek, the son of Rechab, leader of the district of Beth-Hakarim, repaired the refuse gate. He built it and hung its doors with its bolts and bars. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 Now concerning the things of which you wrote to me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman, Nevertheless, because of sexual immorality, let each man have his own wife, and let each woman have her own husband. Let the husband render to his wife the affection due her, and likewise also the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does, and likewise the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another except with consent for a time that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. But I say this as a concession, not as a commandment. For I wish that all men were even as I myself. But each one has his own gift from God, one in this manner and another in that. But I say to the unmarried and to the widows, it is good for them that they remain even as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, let them marry." for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. Now to the married I command, yet not I but the Lord. A wife is not to depart from her husband, but even if she does depart, let her remain unmarried, or be reconciled to her husband. And a husband is not to divorce his wife. But to the rest I, not the Lord, say, If any brother has a wife who does not believe, and she is willing to live with him, let him not divorce her and a woman who has a husband who does not believe, if he is willing to live with her, let her not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the white, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Otherwise your children would be unclean, but now they are holy. But if the unbeliever departs, let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases, but God has called us to peace. But how do you know, O wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, O husband, whether you will save your wife? But as God has distributed to each one, as the Lord has called each one, so let him walk. And so I ordain in all the churches. Was anyone called while circumcised? Let him not become uncircumcised. Was anyone called while uncircumcised? Let him not be circumcised. Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing. But keeping the commandments of God is what matters. Let each one remain in the same calling in which he was called. Were you called while a slave? Do not be concerned about it, but if you can be made free, rather use it. For he who is called in the Lord while a slave is the Lord's free man. Likewise, he who is called while free is Christ's slave. You were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of men. Brethren, let each one remain with God in that state in which he was called. Psalms chapter 31, verse 19. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you, in the presence of the sons of men. You shall hide them in the secret place of your presence from the plots of men. You shall keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. For I said in my haste, I am cut off from before your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the voice of my supplications when I cried out to you, O love the Lord, all you his saints, for the Lord preserved the faithful and fully repays the proud person. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 4. A haughty look, a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked are sin.